Good morning. It is Tuesday, August 18th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Lately, we've been getting a lot of messages from you guys on Instagram and Facebook, just wanting to know us better. Perhaps a friend introduced you to our podcast, and now you're wondering who we are and what we are all about. Well, the truth is, is we're still fairly new ministry, and there isn't a whole lot online where you can find out those answers. Our goal is to hopefully launch a website around the holidays, but until then, Facebook and Instagram are the only places where you can get to know us and a little bit about our ministry. Feel free to interact with us on there and shoot us a message if you have any questions. Let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we will dive right into it. This is 1 John chapter 4, verses 14 and 15. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in Him, and He in God. Let's pray together. Good morning, Father. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Use your scripture to guide us today. Amen. Before we jump into our passage today, we have to take a second to remember our author. We talk about John all the time, on every single episode, but it is especially relevant today that John was actually one of Jesus' disciples. John walked with Jesus, ate with him, listened to his sermons, witnessed miracles, and met the resurrected Savior. So in verse 14, when John says, And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world, John actually means that he has seen him. And after witnessing Jesus in the flesh, he now testifies that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. And I know I'm biased, but these are the words of a man who lived every day with Jesus for three years. And after seeing what he saw, John concludes this about him. And yet, there are people who still doubt. Well, anyways, John is doing two things in our verses today. The first thing is, is that he is testifying this truth, that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. As we read this sentence together, does this truth grip you? I I admit that for me, there are certain Christian truths that sort of roll right off of me when I hear them, and sadly, this is one of them. Normally, if I was reading 1 John, I would just keep reading past this verse without stopping to consider it. The Father sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. The Father sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. Isn't this the news that saved us? Isn't this the truth that missionaries carry across the globe to people who have never heard it? My friends, as we reflect on this passage today, Do we think back to what we have seen in the Gospels, of the life and the ministry of Jesus? And do we conclude and testify that the Father sent His Son to be the Savior of the world? 
Have we lost the beauty and wonder of such a truth because we have heard it so many times? Let's figure out ways to recapture this truth from these words of John. The second thing that John is doing in our verses comes in verse 15. He says, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. John has walked us now through a process. First, seeing. Second, testifying. Third, confessing. In these two verses, John lays out what it takes to have the new birth, salvation, to become born again. If you haven't guessed it by now, our application of these verses is going to be clearly evangelistic. Following the example of John, we have seen and now we must testify that the Father sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. And that testimony requires a response in the form of confession. We have good news to share with others, but as Carl Henry said, the gospel is only good news if we get it there in time. Do we have an urgency about the gospel? Do we regularly share and testify to others what God the Father has done for us? Does this truth excite us? Or have we made the gospel boring in our own lives? My friends, as we close in prayer today, let's consider these questions carefully and recapture the excitement that we may have lost about sharing and testifying the truth of the gospel to others. Let me close this in prayer. Father in heaven, as we walk away today from your scripture, we don't actually close our Bibles and close it on our lives today. God, let your spirit work in our lives with these two verses from 1 John. Lord, we admit that we are creatures who, when we hear things over and over and over, we get bored of them. And so God, when we hear the same truths, there's something about it inside of our sinful hearts that makes it boring. And God, we confess that to you. And Lord, we ask that the truth that saved us, that you sent your son into the world to save us, Lord, would it bring us excitement again? So much so that we must tell others about it. God, forgive us. Forgive us if we've made it boring. Lord, help us to have an urgency about sharing the gospel to lost people. Help us to look to the example of missionaries across the globe who are just pining to get back out into the mission field after being sent home from COVID. Lord, help us in our relationships with our family and with our friends to share this truth of the gospel, to share what we have seen and now testify to them. And God, ask them to respond in confession as we've seen in your word today in verse 15. If we confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, God abides in him and us in God. So God, as we go today, be with us. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.